your host with the most, NKB420, a.k.a. Fatboy420, a.k.a. I'm on that Red Bull Peach. Got all your AKAs out. Dotman211, and uh, welcome you to Hayes, Hops, and Turnbuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week number uh, two. This is the second episode. Uh, I'm going to try to keep the you knows and uh, I means to a minimum. I guess, you know, with the butterflies in the stomach. That's what happens on your pilot episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what you drinking on there, bad boy? I'm drinking on this purified drinking water because it's too fucking early to drink any alcohol. I'm sorry. But on I'm- week two, he's already <laughs> given <it> up days. <laughs> the hot spot of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this duo, he's like, all right, we'll, we'll we'll get it right on the third third week. We'll get it right on third week. Yes, this is an early breakfast edition, and you know I've reached a lot of accomplishments in my life, but the one that I'm mostly proud of this this morning, I got Wendy's breakfast. Yeah, you said that baconator slamming, blood pressure on a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't prepare. I am smoking <laughs> on Moon Rock today. Some Moon Rock. It's very good. And then I'll probably go on a tangent or two. So this week, it's Monday night, Orton, with a little bit of flair. Just a little bit. And, uh, you know, beginning off this weekly review, uh, We'll start with Raw. And I'll give the rundown. Well, Randy Orton, of course, comes out to gloat about his win against Edge at Backlash. You know, Christian comes out to defend his honor. The Viking Prophets uh, defeat the Ninjas with uh, Akira Tozawa <laughs> and a highly anticipated return of the Big Show. Ninjas! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dominic comes out uh, to... Uh, defend his father's honor in attacking what? Seth Rollins. Okay, and, okay. Uh, he escapes out. Uh, we also have um, the Iconics beating Natalia and Liv Morgan, uh, followed by uh, MVP trying to recruit Apollo, and then we have a new uh, we have a match with MVP. I'm sorry, excuse me. Apollo going against Shelton Benjamin, in which Apollo comes out on top. Uh, Oscar versus Nia Jax. We pray for Oscar every week <laughs> when she steps in the ring with that lady. Three, five, four, five. And we have uh, R Truth and McIntyre defeating Bobby Lashley and MVP. To retain Drew McIntyre's world title. I, I would like to start off with the ending. The we we've got more. Oh, we do. We got more. I mean, this is a three-hour show. Uh, oh, unfortunately, God. Oscar defeated Nia Jax, uh, of course. Uh, and then at the end, Orton punched uh, Christian's head all the way up into the fans of the PC. With <laughs> um, like, help from Flair. <laughs> I mean, where do we start with this show? Like, I have a shit ton of notes. Yeah, but we won't take all day because it's a lot of filler. Yeah, a lot of filler. A lot of filler. Um, I love the standout performance for me was R Truth. 
R-Truth made Monday Night Raw for me. I, 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 I When you think R-Truth has got too old to be doing the whole what's up gimmick and doing the same old shtick, but he puts layers upon layers upon layers upon him, like to be in his, he's getting close to 50, right? Yeah. And he is still getting to it. It's probably the most funniest, probably most uh, entertaining segment right behind, uh, follow right behind uh, with Orton. Yeah, that was, that was golden. I mean, take nothing away from R-Truth. I mean, whatever he's in may not be what you want to see, but the guy's entertaining. Yeah. I mean, I get a good laugh all of the time. Uh, I don't like the 24-7 title, but R-Truth makes you want to watch it. Have you cared about anybody else with it? No. Like, I, when when I found out, like, a week before that R-Truth was going to go against Gronkowski, I was like, oh, they still doing that? <laughs> like, ain't, like, ain't he in the NFL? What, 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 what's going on here? Yeah, but they found they found a way to get it back on uh, on R-Truth, the 487, 711. 22, 22 rifle. Uh, European, uh, uh. Scandinavian. <laughs> Hawaiian Tropics <laughs> Television title <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Do you Do you even want to Mention anything I don't I get so mad When I see the Viking Prophets Or the Viking Raiders And the Street Prophets In this comedy Or whatever they're doing In a time where Tag teams Are very scarce You would want to see them attempt to build up the tag team division, but you know, without without any tag teams, how is that possible? But this isn't the way right here. Uh, they got to do better. I don't know what they need to do to get the tag team back to where it needs to be, but this isn't it. I think you need to just watch AEW, or if you want to see any good tag teams, at that point, like AEW or NXT, because NXT can do a lot with a little. I mean, they. Every time I see Oni Lord, Oni Lorkin, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Danny, Danny Birch. Birch. Yeah. Danny Birch. I mean, on any other brand, they're jobbers. Yeah. NXT, they look like stars. So, if you want, if you want to get a good tag team at this point, like I just don't believe in WWE, mainly because Vince McMahon doesn't believe in tag team. So you're not going to get but so much out of it. Yeah, why even have a tag team division? Why even have multiple tag team titles? That part. That part. I mean, it's, it's a waste of time. It's, and, you know, at the end of the day, I always ask, why does Vince shit on his own product? Even if it isn't his creation, he'll still go against it. I mean, and it's all bad uh, altogether. But uh, moving on, uh, Bobby Lashley... Uh, Basically, canceling Lana. <laughs> Cancel that bit. Tell me if you did not laugh when MVP called her a thought. Uh, but it sounded like GHD, though. <laughs> it's like thoughts. Like, what are you talking about? An actual brain thought? Like, what are you talking about, you I, guy? I think this is the first, <laughs> the, the first official time someone has got called a thought. On WWE TV. Yeah, that is. If anything, <laughs> you should take away from Monday Night Raw. Is Lana is a thought. <laughs> she don't have a thought. What do you think about uh, potentially Natalia and Lana being uh, some type of unit? 
Well, they ain't doing shit else. Yeah. Why not? They can add on to the women's tag team division and get whipped every week. I mean, say what you want. Lana can get some eyes doing certain things. Like, I mean, she's not completely horrible in that aspect. I mean, she's not a great wrestler, but we're not even going to even go into that whole tirade of seeing if she is and is, and we all know she's not. She but pop locks, okay. Yeah, you know, <laughs> in the managerial role, she works well, but... I think she could do something for Natalia's career if she is a manager for Natalia more so than a tag team. But really, do you really want to see Natalia do? And what what more do you want to see Natalia do? I don't know. I'm, I know she's there now to to groom the future. You know, I, I don't think she has. I mean, she can go to PC and do that. We ain't got to see them cat ears no more. This is true. But Put the for, cat dying for whatever reason, Vince sees value putting Natalia on television and Natalia is also taking the big show route. She's face one week, she's heel the next uh what, this is another heel turn. When Big Show came out, speaking of Big Show, mm-hmm. I thought he was coming out with the ninjas at first cuz I was like wasn't he just facing Drew McIntyre on a heel side of the game at WrestleMania about it was a couple of weeks ago? I'm, I was lost. Like he's just—he said, "Man, whatever they need me to do, just send me out there. I got it, boss." Fuck logic. We're just gonna put you out there. We're gonna run from that. Shit just happens. <laughs> uh, the showing of Dominic uh, attacking Seth Rollins as Ray is on the screen and saying that he's not there. Uh, I think Dominic is gonna be a. a, a a prime player. I mean, he has big shoes to fill, no doubt. And this is, to me, in my opinion, the best thing about Raw. Uh, you say Randy Orton versus Edge, but now we know Edge is out with a triceps tear. And who's telling? Who's to tell how long it's going to take him to come back? But I like this story with Seth Rollins, Dominic, and Rey Mysterio. It's been some solid material, and... The route that I think it's going to go is Dominic joining Seth Rollins in, in his cause. I mean, I really love how they started it with the whole eye into the edge of the steps. Um, it looks like that that would be the, the ultimate swerve. Like that That's how you can write off Mysterio. Like this, yeah. the whole retirement angle, Dominic screws him over at the end, and I can see it. I can see it. Or do we go further and say like a stipulation where if Dominic loses, Dominic is forced to join, but ultimately he turns on Ray when Ray tries to come to save him. Or it could be if Ray loses between Seth Rollins and Ray Mysterio, Dominic has to join. And that could be a reason yeah. why Dominic sides with Seth Rollins in the end. Almost any way you play it, as long as you just go follow through. <clears throat> Bruce Pritchett, um, it can actually work, but you, you got to pull the trigger. Like these whole start, stop, start, stop. Yeah. I mean, how many weeks did we get Bobby Lashley and Lana? Too damn many. Too many. Too many. And then you you'll have a good gimmick going, and then you'll just stop it out of nowhere. I, I think it was a couple weeks ago. Wasn't Natalia like texting some body on Raw? Yeah. And they just kind of just gave that all the way up. Other, 
besides all that, I mean, you got anything to add about? Oh, well, uh, besides how Christian uh, is all over the show. And I'll tell you a quick story about that. I remember we was on our way to work. And this is when we used to take the hell with it days. We was, I think, a light away from pulling up to where we was working at. And I said, you know what? I want to go back home and watch wrestling because we were working. We was working evening shift, and we took off and wasted weed, <laughs> as well as alcohol, to watch the main event of Jerry the King Lawler versus <laughs> Christian. I've never been that much of a Christian fan. I mean, he's had moments where I paid attention to him. Like I, I liked Captain Charisma, the whole Christian Coalition thing, but in two thousand and twenty. I don't want to see Christian versus Randy Orton. I don't want to see it. Like, I, just drop it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I mean, some some other people say, hey, yeah, Christian needs to give, have a push. Not me. Don't like it. Your thoughts? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. I mean, I mean, it's all... It's, it's a good way to keep Edge name running around. I mean, and then gives Randy Orton something to do until SummerSlam, which I think he should go and take that strap off of Drew. I, I think Drew is great. Drew is awesome as champion. I'm not saying that we, you know, he's being horrible with the with the title, but uh, if you're not going to drop it to Bobby, I don't want to see Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I that, don't. That should never happen. I don't again. want to see Brock Lesnar doing anything near the Raw title scene. I, I I totally agree with that. I mean, my opinion. I don't think uh, I don't think Drew should lose that title for a long time. If you really want to make the championship matter as well as boost Drew McIntyre's star power, the title should stay on him. Feed him opponents, and it's not Drew's fault that. I guess Vince doesn't think that Drew is the man. You have to start creating heels. They missed the opportunity with Andrade to stretch <coughs> out the story. You know, like Andrade could have been <coughs> in the title picture. It all didn't have to happen on Raw. It didn't have to happen with the U.S. title. Like it, it, it should have been where Andrade should have went went against Drew McIntyre at Money in the Bank. That would have stretched out Seth Rollins or whatever he was doing. And then you give us that at Backlash. You know, and Lashley could have happened at SummerSlam. But everything is 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 rushed. And now I I see them booking themselves against the wall and giving away so much so soon. Yeah, we got some more uh, issues with WWE giving us so much so soon. Mm-hmm. But what would you... Uh, what would you rate that uh, Monday Night Raw? Uh, I rate it a flat Coors. Uh, reason being, if Coors is cold, preferably a Coors Light, it's delicious. But nobody wants flat Coors. Like, nobody wants a terrible three hours of Raw. Not saying that the whole thing was terrible, but it was... It was it was bad. I, like I, I get what Truth and McIntyre are trying to do, but they're not going to recreate what the Rock and Sock connection did. So that I don't think that should go on any further. We need to book Drew a bit more seriously, 
uh, when it comes to you know the title picture. Right. Less comedy, more wrestling. Okay. I, I definitely call it uh, Dom Sack of 50. <laughs> some Dom yep. Sack of some 50. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm two blunts. Uh, I can sit through that the, that three hours. It, <clears throat> you gave me interesting. You're still continuing some of these storylines that I that I'm invested in. Like I said, Orton and r Truth made it raw for me. I, I love to see. I love to see Flair do anything. It's just it's a blessing. It's almost that he's still even moving around. So yeah, I, I, time second some fifty. Yeah, exactly. Two like, uh, I, we forgot to touch on, you know, Ric Flair appearing and something that was golden. I mean, I get it. We couldn't live a Raw without seeing Charlotte in some capacity. But this right here was pretty good because it was not a lot of Charlotte. Right. Uh, Ric Flair screwing Christian over, giving him the low blow and Orton. Punting Christian into the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was pretty good. But where do we go from here if now Christian is down as well? Who do we feed Orton next? Uh, the Iconics showed up. Uh, I'm going to waste very little time on this. You know, they showed up to uh, challenge Sasha Banks and Bailey uh, to to their women's tag titles, and I guess it'll happen. And I won't give a shit about it. Unless this is coming off uh, at the end of this whole little feud between the Iconics and mm-hmm. Bailey and Sasha Banks, um, the boss hugs, I uh, if they're not coming away with the straps, then where do you go in the tag division? Because I'm, I'm looking around. What is there? What five total tag teams? Maybe. Well, it, are, are we talking? Raw SmackDown, or are we, or we add NXT? NXT too. Well, if they defend it across all brands, that's enough for a division. And I say the same thing for the men's tag team titles as well. Do you have very little? Stretch that title across, unify those titles to begin with, and stretch them across all three brands. Uh, but back to the women. I don't know who takes the titles off of Sasha and Bailey, but I don't want it to be the Iconics. I mean, this is where you right the wrong from pulling the titles off of Sasha and Bailey in the first place. Uh, I mean, they might be going to the whole um, to make a, a light of the point of them. Sasha and Bailey crying at WrestleMania what, was it last year, two years ago, and Billy Kay was it Billy Kay or Peyton Royce? They Basically rubbed it in their face of that happening, so you know that was definitely fed by Vince. So I mean, they they can almost be going for the second one, and Sasha has a meltdown. There you go. We got the start of Bailey versus Sasha, but I think it's going to be a slow build. Yeah, and and that's ultimately ultimately where we're going to lead up to anyway is Bailey versus Sasha. It has to be at a fan capacity. We don't know what this COVID bullshit is going to do, but that's a match worth saving for a crowd because my favorite women's match of all time forever will be Bailey versus Sasha at Brooklyn TakeOver. Right. The shit was... It, it stole the show. Right. Um, I think that's, you know, besides Nia Jax uh, doing what Nia, Nia Jax does, 
Cause she can't wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> she never could. Not a body, but yeah, uh, she can't wrestle. <laughs> Oscar uh, survives again. Pray for Oscar. Amen. Well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we're gonna move on. I know uh, NXT happens on Wednesday, but we're gonna go from the least to the best, in my opinion. So next, we'll go into SmackDown, uh, or AKA. Smack bro bullshit. Bro. Yeah. And uh quick rundown. The show begins with an IC title uh presentation with AJ Styles. Uh that's interrupted by uh the broski himself, Matt Riddle. That sets off an impromptu match between the two. Uh Jeff Hardy, uh he's back and that shirt. It's gone. <laughs> but they're still trying to tell the story between Jeff Hardy and Sheamus and where he's going to get his, uh, I guess, his revenge on Sheamus. Uh, Chad Gable. I will not call him Shorty G. Uh, Chad Gable. He defeats uh, Mojo Rawley. Uh, Bailey and Sasha come out to color commentary. Uh, New Day versus Lucha, Lucha House Party. Of course, you know who won that one. New Day. No question. And uh, we have uh, Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman ending the show. Uh, it was a lot of it was a lot of filler on this show as well. A lot of segments, not a lot of matches. I don't remember. But let's start off with uh, good old AJ Styles. AJ Styles. <laughs> that's, that's my wife. That's my family. <laughs> AJ Styles is hilarious with his old country ass, man. That motherfucker make me laugh. But he came out, <clears throat> rubbed it in the face of uh, Daniel Bryan that he's a champ and gave the old heel shtick. Uh, I hate this segment. I hate everything about all of it. It's no reason for Matt Riddle AJ Styles to have had a match. That's stupid. Facts. Big money match. Stupid. If you're gonna in in the whole in this whole feud in this whole little segment, you already showed Baron Corbin is going to be Matt Riddle's opponent. Yep. You already you can already tell in the in the play out of this whole segment, this whole match, that Daniel Bryan is going to get another shot at the title. Yep. We had to put Matt Riddle in this. Why? And, and people will argue, well, Matt Riddle had to have a good showing. Look at how many people that was on the show that Matt Riddle could have went against before AJ Styles. And this is what happens when you don't have a solid mid-card to where you're going to get a good match out of somebody besides the champ and his opponent. The match itself, it wasn't bad at all, but it made me mad the more I watched it because this could have waited. I look at all the potential... Why did they have to touch even though it was non-title? I think this match deserved that build. You have Matt Riddle, who can go. You have AJ Styles, who's phenomenal. <laughs> okay? That's my family. That's my family. <laughs> AJ are the best two letters in the alphabet. And I'm the Intercontinental Champion. You see these tattoos on my side, meat? They're my babies. It's all my kids. I'm 
I really have kids. <laughs> unlike, unlike what, what, what was his name? He said, I got kids. I really got them. Okay? Alan Joseph, Aunt Jemima. Okay? Our juice sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that does have an A and a J. <laughs> uh, point blank. You shouldn't rush through this shit uh, like they did. They need to start slow building and get back to long-term booking. Get back to bringing in local talent to come in and get squashed. And like, you've you got Lucha House Party. Who, who are them guys? Any one of them could have wrestled Matt Riddle. Any one of them. And, and put on a good match to give not only uh, either Lindsay, Lindsay Dorado or Grand Metalik a good showing, but that's how to get Matt Riddle over. Invest and bet on a talent that's there and stop with the rinse and repeat. Like, that does nothing but make me not want to watch the show. Case in point, how many times did Edge and Matt Hardy, Christian and Jeff Hardy lose when they were coming up? All, other than Edge, Edge had to, they almost tried to put a little rocket behind him to get him to do something, but that fizzled out, and then Christian came along with the brew to give him more star power. But Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy lost a lot. They was that, getting fucked up by Kane on a regular basis. Even when they became a, a household name, they were still getting thrashed. They were still take L. I remember, I remember Brock Lesnar made them look soft like when, he, when, he, when he debuted. Little bitty boys. Matt Hardy said he swung as hard as he could and he smacked him in the face and that man still stood up. Made them look like chumps. That's, that's Does that I, take away from the fact that Matt Hardy is one of the greatest minds and Jeff Hardy has some of the most spectacular moments? No. And by that time, you know, they was building up on no matter if they lose, they're untouchable. And that's because they had that slow build and nothing was rushed you know, you well, once again, you have to start building more heels in order to make the faces look presentable. It's, I don't know why they rely on the same people every week, but, you know, this is the Vince and Bruce Pritchard thing to do. Uh, so, moving on, uh, oh, well, what do you rate that match between uh, Matt Riddle, who defeated AJ Styles? So, I guess this is going to garner him. A title match sooner or later because that's how it works now if you pin the champ you get a title you get a title shot so what's your rating it's it's i i told you i hate it i don't I, I, zero out of everything i mean i know people gonna say you know the match was good but at the end of the day the on the way wwe books he's gonna get a title shot Baron Corbin is going to interfere. It's going to be then we're going to get a tag match between Baron Corbin and AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan and Matt Riddle. You know, if you if you shake change it up, give me a little bit more something to be invested in. I'm with it. But if I already know how this is going to go, then why do it? If you're going to have AJ Styles versus Matt Riddle on his first night, have Matt Riddle take the strap off of him. Makes you. That's how you build that. That if you're gonna give us that match, give us something out of that. You just gave me him winning. What does that mean? We already know Matt Riddle is. Then a four celebration at the end. Like yeah, that, that, that was that that was cringe too. Uh, I'm gonna rate it a Heineken light. Okay, reason being, I'm never gonna take a Heineken light. But it has a Heineken brand behind it. So you know it's going to be good. I prefer regular Heineken. And I prefer this match to have waited 
for quite some time until they touched. Uh, so, I guess in your terms, bag Reggie with stems and see? no. And oh, I zero. Hate I hate it. <laughs> He's not gonna rate this shit at all. He is big mad no, about it. <laughs> the fact that you gave it to me, but you give me nothing out of it. You gave me nothing, and then I already know how my next few weeks are gonna go. Like I already know. Do we even? Waste any time on Chad Gable and Mojo Raleigh. Chad, don't call me Shorty Gable. Um, no. Who cares about either one of them? I want to care about Gable. But, Why? But Why do you want to care about Gable? He's not, they're not going to do anything. And that's with what him. I'm, and that's what I'm saying. Anything with him. Yep. He needs to go ahead and go to. He needs to go NXT. Gable is a star. Yep. As a solo wrestler in NXT, I can see him and Gargano putting on clinics I mean and, and golden they were golden when they was American Alpha I know you know what happened happened with Jason Jordan but that was right that was after they broke them up uh, Miz TV I don't care oh I do care oh we do care Mandy Rose and those tights black man okay <laughs> I see you. I'll, I'll be sounding like Otis too. Tucking! <laughs> I'll be tugging, girl. But uh, I like Sonya's character. Uh, Miz and Morrison just glossing over the fact that they lost a world WWE title, well, WWE Universal title with... Like, like it was just a regular day shows you more so than ever that that was just um, a few because Bray Wyatt was having a job. Like that's it. Yeah. Like, it was no, definitely wasn't going to be a break in this whole feud if uh, JoJo didn't have a uh, baby. Yeah. Uh, before you get to that, uh, I just want to ask you: uh, Was that one of Seth Rollins' suits that Sonya Deville barred? No, that's one of the Drake Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the Drake Mavericks suits when he was uh, uh, pre pre him pissing on himself at one of those lame pay per views. Yeah, when he was managing AOP. Uh, Sasha versus Nicole, whatever. We'll get to the end to where yeah we see uh, A Train version two point Braun Strowman. <laughs> oh, Lord Tenzai. <laughs> Intro having ass motherfucker. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. I said, this is 2020 A-Train right here. Just a bit bigger. I am glad that they found a way to stretch this shit out. I thought they booked themselves once again uh, into a dead end. And we first seen Braun Strowman defeat Bray Wyatt in a sweater. Now we're seeing... Wyatt family Bray Wyatt and I actually enjoyed it. I was like, damn, that's gonna work. You're gonna stretch this shit out till we finally get the fiend and Braun Strowman and that title getting pulled off of him. And it definitely extends. I know Braun Strowman may not be everybody's, you know, favorite wrestler, but this also gives them something to do to stretch it out until they find something else. I I I'm right there with you. Uh I definitely that whole Firefly Funhouse made that show like that. It, it made my week as far as my WWE programming. Uh, 
they know what they're doing with this uh, uh, Bray Wyatt gimmick right now. They they know they missed the ball with the Seth Rollins loss. They know they missed the ball with the Goldberg loss. But how they're booking Bray Wyatt's Fiend character now seems like he's going to be just unstoppable once he's the Fiend. Biggest mistake ever was uh, Bray Wyatt losing that title at what NKB will refer to as the Crown Royal. The Crown Royal! <laughs> Got uh, a purple bag. The only other thing I can say uh, in this weak tag uh, division, Cesaro, Nakamura, they attacked New Day after they finished with Lucha House Party. I hate that fucking name for that tag team, Lucha House, whatever. But um, I do think Cesaro Nakamura can take the straps off and be something if somebody gets behind their momentum. Will it happen? Probably not because the New Day is untouchable and Vince feels like it's only money in the New Day. I love the New Day, but I think it's running its course. Like It's went from being something that was entertaining at one point to like what's next yeah yeah i forgot i forgot to add that in there uh you know during during that but uh that's gonna close out smackdown how uh, do you rate the show all together oh no that was, i thought we were rating the show like i, I mean everything was cool but yeah. at the end of the day yeah. you 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 do dedicated a whole segment to AJ Styles <laughs> and Matt Riddle, and we got nothing out of the end of it because you automatically know where the fuse are going. You think Baron Corbin hit Matt Riddle for nothing? No, that's going to be the, his fuse. He's going to wrestle Matt Riddle yeah. and have boring matches, and people are not, I mean, unless they have Matt Riddle destroy him, I don't care. I don't care about Baron Corbin. I mean, what King is, Corbin? Yeah, I. I don't care about Baron Corbin. People argue about him being, oh, he's a good heel. He has heat. No, people don't want to see him on television. That's the bottom line. Nobody nobody wants to see Corbin, and he's just, he's cringe. If you're going to give me a heel mm -hmm. that's going to be in my face all the time, mm -hmm. he's got to at least win. Who cares? I mean, the king of the ring doesn't even mean anything anymore. So when you even win the tournament... You're not doing a. You don't get an automatic title match, and that's what there's no that, prestige at all to it. And that's what should set up SummerSlam every year when it comes to one of the titles. Is King of the Ring winner always gets that shot at SummerSlam? That's how it used to be, Vince. What happened? If if Baron Corbin is going to have if if Kurt Angle's last match is going to be with Baron Corbin, when Baron Corbin comes at this point in his career, he should be a big deal. But you had him lose to Roman Reigns for like six months. Yep. I think he beat him one match. Yeah, and that, that was... That whole feud. So how, why would I care about what you do if you always lose? True. Same thing they did with Dolph Ziggler. True. The same thing they did with uh, uh, Bobby Roode. The same thing they did with... Lashley. Lashley, yes. yes. Andrade. Like, who, I mean, who cares what you're going to do if you always lose? You never have a moment of dominance. And this is why you don't have that many top heels on this show it's not that hard to see I don't know they need to fix it now we get to a part of the show that it's still my favorite day of the week which is Wednesday but you can see those 
though those sprinklings of Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard bleeding on into NXT. And I feel like this is a show that we can take our time on this because this is this is our favorite part of the week. And this is not being biased. It is what it is. NXT is the number one show when it comes to, you know, weekly WWE television. Uh, it's it, not just yellow. It's gold. It's gold. It's the gold brand. Because I love it. It's more wrestling. It's better storytelling. It's better everything. Um, on this show, we do Monday, Friday, Wednesdays. It's, there's no comparison to them. If it wasn't part of the same company, I probably wouldn't even cover it. We gonna save the best for last. <laughs> Face the ass, motherfucker. Face ass. <laughs> Imperium defeats Brizongo. Great, great tag team match. I love... Now, even though it's sports entertainment, I love Emporium, Marsupial, and Fabio. <laughs> I mean, it's still a better presentation than the main roster. Uh, and uh, Imperium didn't like it. And they attacked Brizongo, taking early control of the match. Uh, uh, it was a lot of isolation with Tyler Breeze. And eventually, he gave the... Uh, Fandango finally got the hot tag, but we go to a commercial break. And this is one part I don't like about NXT moving to USA because we have commercial breaks now. And I think that always will take away from the match itself if that match is on fire. But um, they they, they finally get another hot tag again with uh, Fandango. Uh, I like that move, the Fupa. That is a, that's a nice uh, finisher. If uh, if they continue to make that work, that's the twenty springboard in. Uh, I think it was on Eichner. But uh, long story short, uh, we go we go to the finish where uh, Fandango uh, guillotine legs drops uh, Eichner, and uh, Bartel and Breeze are sent out of the ring. Indusher comes down. I think I'm saying it right. Indusher. The big Indian dudes. Them big tall motherfuckers. Okay, they come out, but only Lorcan and Danny Burch makes a save. Breeze is knocked off the apron. Uh, Fandango tries to pin uh, Barthel, but he's not the legal man. Eichner uh, finishes him with a DDT in uh, Imperium, who I want to wear one of their sweatsuits so bad. I think they're dope. They get the win against uh, Fandango. Your thoughts? I mean, I like to see more tag teams. I don't care about Abnisher at all. Who would you call him? Abnisher. Absent. Abnis. Abstain. I don't know what the fuck their name is, but them big tall motherfuckers. Why do WWE still have to do the same? What country are you from? If you're a. Like, you can't never. Book these guys other than being menacing. He's from India. <laughs> Guess what he's got? A turban. I mean, well, I mean, you're gonna go that far. You might as well just come out with a, uh, a, a convenience store worker gimmick. Like, I mean, that'll get over. <laughs> it will be, be hilarious. It will definitely. I mean, because just coming out with a guy with a turban and some type of local, you know, local island or. 
country dress. Like, I don't care about that. Like, this is not the 80s. This is not the 80s. But another issue is, like, in this time and age where everybody's so sensitive, I'm pretty sure somebody will be offended about a guy coming out, 7-Eleven shirt, sitting a Slurpee on the way to the ring. I would die laughing. I, I think... I mean, it will definitely get you more over, like, than just being a, a guy in the turban. <laughs> Facts. We yeah, we have enough of them. And then plus, you know, even though Triple H will build these guys up to, to, to be presentable on NXT, that will definitely fizzle out. We we've seen this with AOP, uh we just seen it with the War Raiders, and now they're coming with another big man tag team that's not gonna make it on the main roster. Uh Tom Phillips interviews Velveteen Dream. Dexter Loomis uh, leaves artworks. Uh, artwork offering a suggestion of them linking up as a tag team. I feel like, yeah, because if Velveteen Dream doesn't have any more chances of going for the title uh, for the title with Adam Cole, this definitely helps out the tag division in NXT because also they're lacking as well. There's not as many tag teams as there used to be in NXT. So this would definitely add on to the tag team division. You know, even though Velveteen Dream says no, Dot Man says yes. I think definitely with COVID, uh, it definitely hurt the tag team division because War Raiders and um, Street Profits probably still had some more time in NXT. War Raiders just, they ran people through War Raiders with no storytelling behind it. Other than mm-hmm. other than the um, Street Profits getting that one last final opportunity at the NXT Tag Team Titles, um, they really never had an, uh, too, too much of a gimmick, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. And, I mean, other, it didn't beat Undisputed Era. They were just feeding tag teams to them, and then all of a sudden, we're the greatest, and we're going up top where they could have still stayed down and I mean, I, I mean, I get that your undisputed era few ran 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 its course, but you still had different feuds that you could have ran into that they just chose not to and, and pull them up to have them doing axe throwing competitions, bowling competitions, space spades competition next week. They say they're gonna have they're gonna finally have the uh, title match, but at this moment, I don't give a shit. Yeah. When you got them tag team enough fighting ninjas. 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 Mm-hmm. And some tall guy, I think uh that uh big seven foot three ninja is one of the guys from NXT. But the only reason he's getting some shine is he's tall. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the big show will be going against him. Oh, but we're going back to Raw. Let's stick. <laughs> And, and speaking on keeping it on the tag team division, um, uh-huh. I think they're trying to find out who's going to be the next Rock and Sock connection. So you got Dexter Loomis and Velveteen and uh, Drew McIntyre and our truth I guess whichever one catches fire, they're going to roll with. But the Dexter Loomis uh, Velveteen Dream, I think, could really work as far as both of them being eccentric. One being more creepier than just eccentric, but... They're not of the norm. They're definitely not of the norm, and, and that definitely will work. And then you can find out what type of uh, personality you got out of Loomis. True. I, I love everything about Dexter Loomis. This is this is where kayfabe, to me, matters. And me and NKB always stress about, we need more 
kayfabe back into wrestling. Like, we definitely don't want to go on social media. After you've seen the heel pummel the face and then they're all hanging out, eating lunch together. Uh, smiling for the ground. Smiling for the ground. Yeah, doing TikTok videos. Like, how, how can we take that serious if we're going to see them? And I, I mean, we all know wrestling is a scripted, you know, a scripted, you know, source of entertainment. But at the same token, we need that kayfabe. Uh, so, like I said, with um, with Dexter Loomis, I love the fact that he's definitely playing uh, his role to to me to perfection. Right. Um, Damon Priest, uh, he showed uh, entering the building. Uh, of course, with the official car for it seems like everyone who makes it in WWE, the Dodge Challenger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they see uh, you see Cameron Grimes in the back, uh, so you know he's scheming on doing something. Uh, this leads to Damian Priest defeating Killian Dane. Where you been, Killian? Right. Where you been? Uh, I mean, it was a pretty good match. He was selling. Uh, he's still selling. You know, his back hurting from uh, that horrible bump that he took it in your house. And yes. uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that that bled over, and that just shows you know a bit of how long term booking and you know how, how things keep on continuing instead of being dropped on the main roster. But uh, of course, uh, it wasn't that long. Uh, of course, uh, Priest defeats Killian Dane. I don't like the fact that he uses the crossroads, even though other people use that uh, use that finisher. Cody does it so great for that other company, you know. And um, your thoughts? I mean, it was a, it was a decent matchup. It was kind of what are we gonna do with Killian Dane? Like. He's at this point. He's enhancement talent. I I do think his his best days was when he was uh, was sanity, when when they really had had a uh, they had him as their monster. I always go back to the match at uh, at Takeover where you had Killian Dane and uh, who who was that other guy, Lars? Yeah, Lars. Lars. Sarah Sullivan. Sarah <laughs> Sullivan. Yeah, Laura and Sullivan. And they were. The little teeth. And they was tossing Ricochet back and forth. And then Laura Sullivan and uh, and Killian Dane also went on to have a decent match on the NXT show where I thought Killian Dane should have won that match. But, you know, he was ruined on, on main roster, sent back down to NXT and. To me, like there's no spark. It's just more in enhancement talent, in um, which I think he fits just because of so many people coming into that uh, into that brand. Um, at the end of the day, he's just another guy that looks. He's got the same Kevin Owens body size. I'm gonna do a cannonball in the corner. I'm gonna do a running senton. I mean, the, I mean, we, I don't need to see any more guys that look like Viking Raiders with that same beard, that same hairy. We, we don't need to see that if you don't have a different um, move set. You're gonna come do the same senton cannonball. I'm big and fat. Like I mean, if you ain't get, you don't have a gimmick. You just I'm a monster. Like nobody wants to see that. You watch a melt. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I have my I don't have my run. I have my full of it. This is true. It's the, it's the same design. I can't I can't disagree with that. No no lies right there. Uh, Santos Escobar 
I'm liking the new stable. I'm, I'm thinking that that uh, his whole reasoning for doing it, I, I'm feeling all of it. Yeah, Phantasma would have never got over. He just would have been another masked man. But uh, I remember him being unmasked uh, at, at, at some other event. So I'm glad that he's going to have that identity to do to do what he needs to do. Not to mention, it's going to be great for uh, uh, for for uh, Joaquin Wilde as well as uh, Raul Mendoza. And I'm I'm a major fan. I I was waiting for Raul Mendoza to have like some sort of a push. Just because even though he's an enhancement uh, talent, he's great in the ring. Raul Mendoza had at least two matches that I was like, well, why are we ain't doing nothing with him? Yeah. Like, like, why is he just here? Like, he'd had quite a few, I would say two really, really, really good matches, and I was just impressed. And Joaquin Wild or Jose Dorado, I don't know his name. Zima Ian? Zima, Zima Ion to the third Xbox. DJ Z. <laughs> I'm so glad they're doing something with him. Um, he to me, he looked like a, a fake TJP when they brought him in. Like I, that, that's that's kind of all I have from him. And then you've seen what they did with TJP. Nothing. Where is he now? Uh, I say he's between in, uh, he's in TNA. Where is he now? He's, I mean, him <laughs> and Father Bala, they're having pretty decent matches. I'm not going to even lie. Yeah, real talk though. Uh, that that's where. Uh, TJP belong. At least he'll get get you know used over there for his value. I yeah, definitely uh, a loss. Uh, Everyone doesn't need to come to WWE. This is true. This is true. I mean, you have a, you got you got to understand you have a ceiling for 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 some. Like NXT is definitely a ceiling for a bunch of these talents, in which I know there's so much more worth more in the long run. But the, until Vince. And, and upper management realizes that they'll always get buried, you know, and I'm glad that he got out and went back to Impact and yeah, made yeah. something of himself. Uh, Robert Stone, for whatever reason, is uh, he's drinking. Uh, he, he's depressed because he lost Chelsea Green. Uh, Aaliyah goes and checks on him as she goes to the ring to defeat Xia Li. Uh Not too much about this match. I am, uh, I don't know, Xia Li to me needs the Io Shirai. Uh, she needs that makeover because all I see right now is just another Asian doing their Asian thing without an identity. Okay, this may look good to their native country, but it's not going to go over here in the States. Xylee only was dope when she, uh, they made it seem like she busted, uh, what was it, Leah's nose? She did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she did. I, 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 that was the only thing that I was cool with, is that they uh, had her do that, and um, her, her finisher's dope, but yeah. uh, Io Shirai, that intro. Golden. That, 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 that intro, the music is so dope. Her whole presentation is dope, and and in this match, this is a part that just that it just oozed the main roster, which we've never seen and we don't need it in NXT. Robert Stone puking in the ring, right? Don't need that in NXT. Not gonna stay on that a lot. It's just not needed. Uh, but Aaliyah, she helps uh, 
Robert Stone to the back, so this may be the coming of, you know, of something in the future. Uh, we have a Thomas Thatcher vignette, uh, you know, what is it, Thatch, is Thatch yeah. Ken style? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where you're going to go with Thomas, Timothy, Tether. the train, Tether, um, at the end of the day, it's looking like we got a kind of a few guys with the same type of creepy white guy in, <laughs> in NXT. Like you got Timothy Thatcher, Dexter Loomis, Karrion Cross. I think we all got some some scary white guys. Creeps, <laughs> as NKB four twenty said. Uh, I. You know, I have a different look on it. Uh, I mean, he may be creepy to some, but to me, I think it's a. It, I think it's a little bit of a homage to Dean Malenko. You remember Dean Malenko was a man of a thousand holes, and then you had Bob Backlund even back in the day putting the chicken wing cross face on different opponents and then snapping. It could work. I just don't know. Am I supposed to cheer this guy? Or am I supposed? To, I don't know. His gimmick, I don't, I don't understand. Because the last I seen of, of uh, Tetherball was that's um, <laughs> more than a tether. Yeah, more than Tetherball. Um, he was feuding with Matt Riddle, and they had that incredible pit fight. But I took that as uh, I mean, he's a heel. So who, who's going to be the who's the top heel of the company now? I, I don't, I don't. I don't have a recollection of who the top heel is because Adam Cole's almost looking like a face is carrying cross a heel who knows we don't know um next we go to the uh undisputed era therapy segment and from here on out it's a lot of Adam Cole you know for the rest of this show I don't like how they're doing Undisputed Era because now they're, they're, they're changing it into a comedy act and you know why would why would Roddy Strong not know who Kyle O'Reilly is you know as, as the therapist I don't I don't like it I there's no it was funny don't get me wrong it was funny but we don't want NXT to be this way where it's a whole bunch of segments of what we see on Mondays and Fridays uh then Cole is backstage. He's getting interviewed, uh, and the hour the hourglass is right there in front of him. Uh, Keith Lee ensure uh, Keith Lee ensures his time is about up with the title as he breaks the hourglass. Uh, this brings Cole to the ring to gloat about his three three hundred eighty one days of being a champ and how nobody can stop him. This brings out Keith Lee. Which brings out Gargano, which brings out Finn Balor. And this is going to set up uh, the North American Triple Threat title to where Adam Cole is eyeing that, but we got to decide who the North American champion is. So that's what decided this week coming up? This week coming up, it'll be uh, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. Versus? Versus Finn uh, so who do you think uh, come out of there there on top? Who do you think should go to take on Adam Cole? Winner take all, well, mind you. The best, it should be Finn Balor. 
and the reason why it should be Finn Balor is because uh, that's that's a money match one, two. If you can uh, have, uh, especially if you can have Finn Balor pin Gargano, it definitely protecting Keith Lee while getting the strap off of him to eventually take that strap from either. I'm thinking carrying cross at this point. The same the same can be said about Keith Lee though. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to dispute. Finn Balor has been booked to perfection since going back to NXT. I love everything they're doing for Keith Lee. And I think Keith Lee is definitely worthy of taking the title off Adam Cole as well. I don't think that Karrion Cross and Adam Cole is a good match considering how Karrion Cross did Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I think Adam Cole is what the same size, if not smaller than Tommaso yeah. Ciampa. So it, Adam Cole doesn't deserve it. And I, once again, too soon for things, and I think they're backtracking on trying to, you know, extend Carrying uh, Cross and him getting to the title pitch. I think they're trying to correct the mistake that they made. But uh, all, all in all, um, that uh, that completes that part. Uh, we're we're gonna go quick. Uh, Dakota Kai defeats Caden Carter. Still running speed. Okay. Uh, Dakota Kai defeats Caden Carter. Uh, Caden Carter reminds me of Man, hold up, cuz. I love me some Dakota Kai. Oh, yeah. I love me some Dakota Kai. I like new hip. I love me some Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai and her whole big girl, uh, what's her name? Raul Mendoza. Uh, T Hawk, T Hawk from Capcom Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the whole thing. I think, I honestly think that's that's the match. Dakota Kai, Io Shirai. That's that's it. Like that's what you book up to. That's that's where you where you eventually get to. I know they're gonna try to push um, Johnny Gargano's wife with his uh, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. I think they're going to go ahead and try to push Candice LeRae at that point to um, get the strap off and her have uh, the women's title and um, Gargano with the television title. I mean, it, it definitely will be a nice uh, homage yeah. to when Triple H and Stephanie had the world and women's title, respectively. Um, it definitely something I want to see, but, I mean, it's, it's the NXT women's division. It's the best division, women's division, bar none. Like, no other show company is putting on better female matches than them. I'm so glad. Caden uh, Carter reminds me of the second coming of Ember Moon. I think Ember Moon's done for. So you don't think there's no coming back from this Achilles heel? I mean, she's. She, I mean, I. I think you know it's just an Achilles heel. You know, there's been other wrestlers that have done it, but I've seen the two interviews where she's talking about it. She seems like she's not in a headspace to even want to try to come back. I think that has a lot to do with her push on the main roster oh, of too. Of course, I mean, she came in there to be nothing. Yeah, you you can't be happy. Of course, like you even see that. Uh, with EC3 before he left. Just no momentum at all. As well as you're going to see the difference at the end of this show with how different Bailey and Sasha look on NXT in comparison with them on the main roster. 
of course, uh, Raul Gonzalez. Is that her name? <laughs> Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, she distracts Carter. Casey Candazaro tries to dive on uh, this monstrosity of a lady. Gets ragdoll. Uh, and then uh, Kai makes Carter tap out. Uh, Scarlet finds the hourglass after that in the back. And Cross steps on it, so maybe Karrion Cross is going after Keith Lee for him breaking that hourglass. But we'll see. Uh, Mercedes Martinez vignette showing that she's coming. Uh, and Bronson Reed <laughs> beats Leon Ruff with a splash. And he calls out Karrion Cross, and we know... The ultimate, uh, we, we know the outcome of that. Uh, of course, Karrion Cross puts Bronson Reed to sleep. But it's, it's good to see what Cross can do to somebody with size. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, uh, hopefully we get a, I like to get a program out of them too. I like Bronson Reed. I, I, I think out of all those, like what I was just saying about Killian Dane, and others of that size, he has a whole different niche about him. Like he's so making, true. Make, he's got a. He's to me, he's going to bring a little bit of Samoa Joe mm-hmm. and his own flavor to to the uh, big man wrestler. Um, I think Samoa Joe's done. I kind of want Samoa Joe to be done. If he's not going to AEW, I don't want to see him in a WWE ring at all. Yeah, they uh, they they, they def- did nothing for this man. Yeah, they definitely uh, dropped the ball on Samoa Joe as well. He should have got that title from Brock Lesnar at what what event was that? Great Balls of Fire. Riggedy Row! <laughs> it was one of them stupid fucking yeah. dumb ass. This big man is just an old creepy guy, dude. Like, man, remember the oh, speaking of great with great balls of fire, it looked like a dick with two nuts. That was how the 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 um graphic looked for the for the pay per view. This was such a bad pay per view name. Great <sighs> balls of fire. Yeah, such good shit. Uh, moving on. Uh, Priest finally discovers that his tires got slashed by Cameron Grimes, so that feud is going to continue. Uh, we we touched on Santos Escobar and uh, and his in his uh, stable, but they do they, fuck- a, do they have a name for the stable? I don't think so, not okay. yet. But they fucked up Drake Maverick again. <laughs> <laughs> How did Drake Maverick? So I'm so. He- I, there is crying and wrestling, but how did Drake Maverick go from pissing on himself with AOP to being number one contender for the Cruiserweight title? When all else fair, uh, fails, shed a tear. Shed a tear and piss, man. You're like, remember the, uh, what was it, Kiss My Ass Club? Yep. Yeah, like, that, that motherfucking Vince Man loves some, loves some crying and, and, and some fecal and pissing. He loved that shit. Yeah, because what was like what two weeks ago? Jeff Hardy throwing piss in uh, Sheamus's face, in which Fox was not happy about that, so they edited that shit out. It's not needed at this at, at this day and time, and plus they're rehashing uh, segments from back then. Bruce, is this what we're gonna do? Is relive shit that we've already watched? Come on, create. Um, this leads us to the final match uh, of that evening. Shotzi Blackheart, Tegan Knox versus the women's tag team champions of Bailey and Sasha Banks. 
I do not like Sasha Banks coming out to that theme. It that theme to me sounds more so of a face. But you can see how happy Sasha Banks and Bailey were just working with women who could actually go in the ring with them. Uh, I like this match. You know, uh, of course, commercial breaks will always kind of fizzle the fire. Uh, but all in all, this was a decent tag team match, and we need to see more of this. You know, leading on as far as you know the tag team competition. Your thoughts? I, I, I mean, I love, I love everything about Sasha and Bailey. Uh, I mean, the feuds, you know, I love that it's working to a inevitable feud, and we know it's working into inevitable mm-hmm. feud. I mean, it was so many start, start and stops, start and stops through their whole career ever since they got up to the main roster, and well, since Bailey finally got up to the main roster, and I, I, I love that they're gonna eventually happen, and it's. De- they're definitely going to pull it out. I can't see them going to have a Raw or SmackDown version of this match. I think when they when they finally get to Sasha and Bailey and the, the blow-off angle for this, it's going to be a tremendous match. And it's going to be good to see Sasha with the title. Uh, hopefully, she'll have more than a week or a month reign when she was facing Charlotte. <laughs> they would just... Trading that title back and forth like every or, other or, hour, Orton and Cena was back in like what it was like a summer 20, 2008. Of course, that was done by design as well for Charlotte to try to reach her Fajas yeah. record. Fajas, right? But you know, at the end of it all, um, Sasha Banks she locks into her, uh, she locks. Uh, Shotty Blackheart. <laughs> she locks Shotty Blackheart into the bank statement, which she turns into a dope ass submission reverse of her own. What does she call that? I, I don't know. I like it. It looked like she was a pin. And, 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 and granted, like the whole match, like they put over Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox. They, they, they actually showed what their worth was as well. Of course, Bailey, being the heel that she is, comes in with a chair. Uh, Knox takes the chair away. A ref takes an eye off of uh, Bailey. That allows her to help Sasha Banks reapply the bank statement where Blackheart taps out. Uh, and still, your women's tag team champions, Bailey and Shotzi Blackheart. And this goes on to a celebration. Uh, no, no, you mean you mean Sasha Banks. You said Shotzi. The Black- caffeine is wearing off. She said Shotzi Blackbeard. <laughs> <laughs> the caffeine is wearing You know who it is. Bailey and Sasha Banks. Uh, they get the win. They are gloating, you know, uh, as, as you know, it goes off. But what I didn't understand was why EO had to take away their thunder at the end. I love EO, so I don't I care. I love her too. I love EO, Sherrod too. I love EO, I don't care. Oh, I, I, they they claim that it was you know EO Sherrod defending her brand. I don't think she was needed. It should have just went off with Sasha Banks and Bailey uh, celebrating, you know. And, and if anybody else wants to come and challenge them, you know, this would be this should be an every week thing. They should always show up to NXT and. I think it's different with them in comparison to Charlotte because, you know, it's genuine coming from Banks and Bailey. 
I don't really want to see him. They're going to wear that gimmick then. I, I don't want to see him every week. Yeah. yeah I mean, I don't want to see him on every show. I don't mind seeing him every week. Okay. I, don't, I, don't I, I can agree with that. Every show. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're not going to get a contender from every show every week. You shouldn't have a contender every show from every week. So, so then, okay, I get where you're coming from. Build up that tag team division for them to find a number one contender for the tag titles. True. Yeah, that that's that's what you do with that uh, to, to help build the women's tag division. If you didn't believe in the belts, you should have never made them, but now it looks like they're going to try to do something with them. It's hard when you only got like five teams do three brands, though. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you rate this week's NXT? Uh... It's like four grams of some sour. Not a bad show. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I, um, the highlight of the, the 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 Roach Clip of the week for me will um, definitely be uh, Christian get punished. <laughs> 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 Christian get punted in the head was the Roach Clip of the week. Um, most definitely, probably the. I wasn't expecting it, especially Flair with the low blow and then yeah. and then the punt. I, uh, I definitely that was the roach clip of the week. Uh, my ice cold Corona light of the week was uh, I'm gonna stick with Dominic and what Rey Mysterio and the whole Seth Rollins feud is doing. Um, out of all the things, I'm more interested in that because it has had longevity, and I'm a sucker for long term booking. That's what games and always get my interest. We'll see how far it goes and we'll see what Dominic do within the next few upcoming weeks well that was your week in review I am your host NKB420 aka Fatboy420 aka to be the man Woo! you gotta beat the man and I'm Dotman211 aka I'm going to fuck home And this has been Hayes, Hops, and Turnbuckles. See you next week. Bitch.